With SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes, you can simply print postage stamps and shipping labels, even when working remotely. Go to pb.com slash TMS and access a special offer for a free 30-day trial plus a free 10-pound scale to get started. That's pb.com slash TMS. Coming up on TMS, can we talk about the elephant in the room? Do you like the white tip or the yellow bum? Bow to the wooden boob lady. Zero to a billion sugar in three gummies flat. TMS killed the Connery star. Dancing around the old mando. Candy corn, harbinger of fall. Barbie and the Jets. Creeping underwear. Give me some more ship planets. Hallmark, adjacent movies. The France of Canada. White tip, yellow shade, orange bum satisfying your beast solving horse crime and more with no solving horse crime with justin and more on this episode of the morning stream open your mouth and close your eyes here comes a nice surprise skittledy dumb and skittledy do i got some spinach for all of you it gives us great pleasure to award you this silver loving cup The Morning Stream. Donde esta la biblioteca? Hey everybody, welcome back to TMS. It is the Morning Stream for November 3rd, 2020. Big day here in the States. It's election day. And uh, tonight we find out if all who who of your local officials, uh, your national fig, uh, figures, and... Who? What old man will take the presidency? Will it be another four years of uh, Orange Man, or will it be four <laughs> years of uh, old white guy Biden Man? Exactly. Which man will it be? Oh come uh, on, man! <laughs> uh, you'll find out probably not tonight. Um, this stuff no, almost always. Not. I was looking back, and almost every election it takes like a week or two at the least to get all the yeah. final numbers. So. Uh, my guess is this weird idea that it all has to happen on TV is probably oh, not going to happen I know, tonight. I know. So yeah. uh, anyway, we'll we'll see how it goes, and uh, just hold on to your butts, everybody. Hold on to your butts. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Saw a very short line at our local uh, polling station here uh, this morning when I was walking the dog, and it seemed very briskly sending people in and out, and it looked like it was all okay. fine, everything going well. Yep. Excellent. No, uh, nobody there uh, just uh, uh, sent there to watch things that I know of. <laughs> that I know of. I saw a great, um, I saw a great uh, Onion article where they they said um, <laughs> it was a polling booth, and inside the polling booth, a voice was saying, "Hey, not so fast!" Like there's somebody in the like inside the Dropbox. Not the oh. booth, but the Dropbox. <laughs> Keeping an eye on things nice. before they got slot, dropped yeah. in there. But uh, anyway, it's uh, going to be an interesting day. And you're all going to be surprised because Justin isn't necessarily here to talk about politics today. Okay. Yeah, I saw that in the show notes. Is that really what he wants to talk about? Yeah, we're going to float this out there. I'm not, Wow. Brian, okay. I don't, I don't want to, we won't spoil it for the listeners, but I'm going to say to Brian, yes, he wants to do that. Okay. This is his request. All right, and it's based hey, uh, on a couple of recent happenings in the in the vein of what you saw typed there, and so yeah. we'll, we'll talk about it and whether or not whether or not we touch on politics at all. <laughs> we'll see. We may. I don't know. Okay. We all may, right. We okay. may yet. We may yet. I don't know. Well, I did. I did. I am aware of the uh, of one of the things that uh, that that uh, came up yesterday during the discussion with uh, Stephen Schleicher. Yeah. 
possibly related to that. Oh, so I'm ready you, to talk about that. Did you catch it? So you have now? I I have now, yes. Okay, great. Did yes. you notice Dan was in that? Do you see Dan in there from uh, from uh, Deadwood? Deadwood Dan? I, I, I Only because um, it was pointed out. <laughs> Otherwise, I don't think I would have caught I it. I would have never caught, caught it. He didn't yeah. look a thing like him because obviously there was reasons. We're trying to dance yes. around the Mandalorian here, folks, and we're trying hard not to sure, say yes. anything. Exactly. Dancing around the Mandalorian. Yep. That's what we do here. That'll be a title. All right, check it out. Uh, so, so this is the last I'm going to say it before we get to Justin, and maybe even the last of it for the show. If you haven't voted yet, get out there and do it. Today's your day. This is That's it. Right. If you and if even you if you're not registered, there's still there are quite a few states that allow you to go in today, register and vote. Yeah, ours included. Utah is one of those. Yep. So Utah, you, Colorado as well. Alaska, yeah. California, Colorado, Connecticut, D.C., Hawaii, Idaho, Illinois, Iowa, Maine, Maryland, Michigan, Minnesota, Montana, Nevada, New Hampshire, Rhode Island, Utah, Vermont, Washington, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. Pretty good. Pretty good list. It is a good list. Who are the dicks who aren't letting people do it? <laughs> no, we don't have to list that. Uh, clearly, it's Delaware. <laughs> Damn it's, it. Uh, Delaware. Freaking Delaware. Freaking, it would be quicker to just say it's uh, the ones that don't Delaware. Yeah, Delaware every time. <laughs> uh, all right, so I got a couple things to share with you this morning that uh, I thought was important. Number okay. one, an email, a follow up, if you will, on that weird phone message that we got from that yeah, dude. Uh, Echo, Tango, Foxtrot. Yep, eerie, eerie, where all the weird sounds and everything. Yep, yep. Um, let's see. Just for those who didn't hear it, I'm not going to play the whole thing. But where is it? Do I have it? Uh, I may have chucked it. Yeah, I don't think I have Aww. it anymore. Because I knew we were just going to do it that day. I should have kept it. But uh, the 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 it was one of those weird, like, not NASA. What's the word I'm looking for? NORAD. NORAD. Yeah, NORAD. like NORAD message things and all Emergency that. Emergency alert. <laughs> Emergency alert. Stay where you are. Yeah, there's a Whiskey, lot of... Whiskey, Tango, <laughs> Foxtrot, Rick, Astley... <laughs> Five, diner, niner. <laughs> Rick Never Astley. going to give you up. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded like a guy at the CIA in the bathroom stall doing it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, it, it's a guy at uh, it's a guy talking on his phone in the uh, toilet at Denver International Airport. There you go. No, I'm I'm on my way. No, I'm I'm just I'm at the airport right now, getting on a plane. No, I'm not in the bathroom. What are you talking about? Uh, it sounds just like it. <laughs> uh, I don't miss airports, but I do kind of miss that. Anyway. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, we got this email. It's a follow-up email. This is from, I don't know, it looks it looks suspiciously familiar. The name on this is J3FF5YER. Huh. That looks yeah, a little could, like uh, Jeff Sire if you took that five as an S I and the guess. It's a little bit of a reach, but I guess. Yeah, okay. maybe. And I yeah. don't want to, you know, I don't want to assume anything. I'll just read what he said. He's Scott and His Brian. Name has holes in it. <laughs> <laughs> he says, Scott and Brian, nice of you to mention me while you played that weird phone message. Mention me by name. Sorry, can't talk right now. <laughs> I'm heading into the backyard to build a bunker and fill it with more sandbags. It's been hard to see my phone anyway. Damn tinfoil keeps slipping down over my eyes. Uh, Jack, what's Jack Hay? Jackie? Jacques has a long mustache. Oh, Jacques has a long mustache. And then he repeats, Jacques has a long mustache. J3FF5er, or Jeff Sire, we think. And then he says, gra, and then three, dot, three asterisks, and then N, 
And then uh-huh. O N T two asterisks I and another asterisk, and then C <laughs> asterisk N asterisk D asterisks, which I don't I know what any of that of means. Any, huh? Is that, it's, it's him hiding his, uh, redacting his address. Is that what that is? Yes, exactly. It's his uh, country and his uh, province, Ontario, Canada. Oh, Grafton, oh you just Grafton, outed Ontario. him. You outed him. Oh, man. Oh, Ryan. I mean, I mean, I don't know what that could possibly. It could also mean uh, Connudy. Connudy. <laughs> Connudy. Connudy. <laughs> the, the beautiful country of Connudy. <laughs> I would. I would go on vacation in Canudi. No problem. I feel like I have. Yeah. Uh, this reminds me, I need your, uh, let me get some advice from both the chat room and you. Okay. Carter is heading toward the finish line on her uh, college degree. Oh, wow. And, so uh, quick. Yeah, very quick. I mean, quick. she probably doesn't feel like it, but yeah. it feels like it's been really quick. It's been pretty quick. I mean, she's 23 yeah. now, so it's not that quick, but she's, she's cranking through it and doing great, and it's all going to be good. And when she's done, she will have a, uh, this this relatively new to the world games degree, which puts her in a position of all sorts of stuff when it comes to game design and uh, specifically art, some other stuff she focuses on. But she could immediately get interviews with everybody from Blizzard to Activision to Ubisoft to you know whatever. Yeah, and so it's awesome. Two of the opportunities that she's perusing right now would put her in either France. Oh wow. Um, the UK or the third option is Montreal. Hmm. If you Which were is the France of Canada, this is the France of Canada. You're right. If you were me <laughs> and you were like, Hey, which one would I tell her that she would probably want the most? Wow. What would you say to her? Golly. I mean, she's, this is the, this is, I wouldn't say it's a regret, but man, it just is such a alternative life that I could have looked at was, just right after college going abroad and, and living in another country, living in another, uh, on another continent, you know? Yeah. Even for just um, a while or whatever. Yeah. I mean, Which does is, she speak French at all? No, that's it. That's one thing. So the France, my feeling is the France thing's not going to happen, even though a lot of French people know English. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like that's going to matter though. There, the, the yeah, language yeah. thing, the UK, no problem. And I think mm-hmm. Montreal's no problem. I know a lot of, a lot of Americans that, live, that work and live up in Montreal. I mean, um, for me, it'd be a no-brainer. I do, I do UK in a heartbeat. Yeah, see, I'm I'm tempted to tell her Montreal for two reasons. One, I hear it's amazing, and two, it's, it's a lot closer. Like we can see her more <laughs> often. Like well, I would love to go to the UK and visit her, but that's not going to happen. You know, more than once a year or so, or less mm-hmm. probably. Right. But probably, if yeah. it was Montreal, could work that out. You know, mm-hmm. that's a lot closer, a lot less of an expense. Like, there's reasons we could get up there. Anyway, it's all hypothetical because who who the hell knows? And uh, these places sure. may prefer to hire local. I, I don't actually know. But um, anyway, I'm just excited for her and nervous for her and then a little sad that she may not be here. But then I'm um, all those things at the same time, which is weird. But then part of me is like, hey, if she goes to Montreal, she probably can't take that dog with her. Which means I get that cool dog. <laughs> Which means you get you get her back. <laughs> yeah, and I like that dog a lot, so I'd be totally cool with that. Oh, and that would funny. mean she'd have to come back here to get her dog because she loves her dog too. But that's a weird thing to say. So I don't know, man. Yeah. Just having some dad stuff in my head right now. I can't can't quite shake it, but we'll yeah. see how it goes. Is she in the chat today? Wow. Okay. I haven't good. seen her. I haven't good. seen her. Uh, she doesn't like it. 
She doesn't like when I do this. <laughs> yeah, when you call her out. Yeah. <laughs> not, not thrilled when she's the subject. What, of what, uh, what kids do, really? I mean. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes right down to it, who wants to be talked to on a show where 30 or 40,000 people are here? You talk <laughs> exactly. Uh, yes. Anyway, we got another email. Oh. This, was, this one has to be read because I'm it must be answered this is important stuff as much as oh good okay. as much as the election matters today as much as yeah. all this other stuff matters this is the important one this is the important one yorda in florida <laughs> yorda in florida i love that name yorda yes sounds yorda. fake anyway says hey guys love the show keep it up and all that uh says goes on to say so i ate a whole bag of candy corn on halloween it just kind of happened while i watched movies since then i have had some wonderful dreams but no other adverse side effects. Have you ever done that and felt like you were waiting for a bomb to drop? Yorda from wow. Florida. I mean, I don't know what he means by bag. I need some more information here. Was it a big bag? Was it a little, yeah. just a you know, couple of servings I'm sure, bag? I'm sure uh, he or she would not have written if it was just like a little fun-sized bag that had eight, eight pieces of candy corn. I think we're talking about one of those Brock's one of those decent sized oh. Brock's bags that's about the size of a Chipotle burrito. Okay, that's not too bad, right? That's not too bad. I mean, um, I still wouldn't recommend it. That's not that's way too much corn syrup for any human to eat at once, but Yeah, still. and uh, boy, I mean waiting for the bomb to drop. I guess all right, that was Halloween, that was 3 days ago. Yeah. I think the bomb would have already dropped. <laughs> um <laughs> It's still not a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe you've just got a really great metabolism. You broke it all up nicely. Right. It's uh, you're, you you process that sugar like it was nothing. Your your liver's like, right. hey, what's up? You know, like maybe it was fine. <laughs> it was up. Hey, what's up on the liver? Yeah, uh, I don't know, but I would not. It also depends on your age. Like you, the older you get, the harder it is to get that stuff through you. So I mm. guess I'm just gonna say, generally speaking, don't eat a whole bag of candy corn. Right now, have we talked about? our opinions of candy corn because this is one of those things that I'm not sure if you like candy corn or dislike candy corn. I love candy corn but I didn't eat any this year because I'm off the shug so of I didn't course, eat it. Yeah. But normal year uh, I would eat, yes, I like a, I like candy corn and I don't know why I like it. I don't think I should like it. I know it's not good but yet mm -hmm. I kind of like it. Yeah, uh, I, But I, I also I, like, I, a I like it as peanut. well. I like a circus peanut too, so I'm just saying. That oh, so no, that's crazy. Yeah, so I do, I do like, uh, <laughs> I do like uh, candy corn. I do not like circus peanuts. And I do prefer uh, candy corn when it's made from real corn. I'll just put that out there. <laughs> that's not a there. thing, is it? No, you, they don't make real corn candy corn, do they? Is that real? <laughs> no, they don't. Okay. That's no, <laughs> <laughs> getting excited. Like, what? I'll try that. That sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you like? Okay. Do you have a preference? Do you like the white tip? Do you like the middle shade? Or do you like the yellow bum on those things? <laughs> oh, as far as which uh, which flavor? Because mm -hmm. um, it's yellow in the middle, right? Orange on the orange bum, white tip. Hold on, white tip. I think it's yellow in the middle. I think. I think you're right. I think yeah. I. Yeah. Uh, um, oh, I, I prefer the I prefer the orange bum. <laughs> really it's not like a bomb pop where it tastes oh it's yellow different. bum it's yellow bum i looked it up is it yellow bum orange body yellow bum yeah i I, really? I couldn't i couldn't picture it either but now i now i'm seeing it and it's like oh yeah of course it's freaking yellow bum oh yeah look at that yeah. okay wow yeah. i totally had it uh completely had it backwards yeah, on, the, the, on the yellow and orange the i guess one the the bum was orange um still it tastes the whole thing tastes the same to me i don't do they actually have different flavors yeah they got like a chocolate thing um, no, those are no, I mean, terrible. I mean, does the yellow, the orange, and the white actually oh. is it different flavors in the? You know what? 
I don't think it's like a bomb pop where you actually do get like ras white the white is raspberry and the red is cherry and or no, I guess the blue is raspberry. This might be in my head. I think there is a flavor difference, but you're right. I don't think they would. Why would they? They're not there's no it's too arbitrary and also they mass produce it in a way that they're not gonna make yeah. three flavor. I mean the only way you'd you'd notice it is if you nibbled off the white. And then you nibbled off the orange. <laughs> it's to me, it's like drinking those Zevia sodas. The only way I know what I'm drinking is the can color, because if you pour it into a glass, they're all clear. <laughs> it's all clear, yeah. So right. you might be getting cola, you might be getting black cherry. You don't know because it all looks like Sprite. So there is a little brain game going on. I have a, I have always assumed that there were different flavors in those three, those three sections of a of a right. candy corn. Right. But you've no, convinced not- me that I'm. That that's not true. Yeah, I don't think I think that would be that's more work than anybody would ever notice because you know you're gonna have even hard uh, find you're gonna have a hard time finding somebody who just doesn't eat mouthfuls of candy corn all at once as opposed to even eating one, yeah. let alone yeah. nibbling one third and one third, one third. Well, if you like the the yellow, Honey, bum, we need more orange candy corn middles. <laughs> if you like the bum part, that probably means it's because there's volume there, and it, so yeah. what I would say is you probably like those ones that are basically candy corn, the exact same candy of a candy corn, but in the little yeah. pumpkin forms. They're little pumpkins. Yeah, you, I like those. You like, like those? The, okay. The little dense pumpkins. Yeah. Right. Although you know what, I will say this: they're a little too they're a little too sweet for me. That's a little too much sugar for yeah, me. They kind of they kind of take take you there. Oh, there's a yeah. uh, sorry Strave, Straven in the chat sharing some sort survey. of uh, survey huh. yeah let's see what we got here on how people eat candy corn this is hilarious um we got uh, a redirect notice yep let's go back to vox dot here we go candy corn halloween's most contentious sweet explained uh it's mainly pure sugar uh can I say three color sections mainly around halloween the ingredients in candy corn are from uh, uh, corn from Brax, the largest manufacturer of the stuff, are sugar, corn syrup, confectioner's glaze, salt, dextrose, gelatin, sesame oil, and artificial flavor, honey, yellow, six, yellow, five, and red, three. Um, a serving size is 19 pieces and contains 140 calories, zero grams of fat, 28 grams of sugar, and 70 milligrams of sodium. Wow, it's high in sodium. That's weird. Wow. Yeah. Um, it was invented in the 1800s. Uh, from the let's see, uh, from the Goetz or Golitz Confectionery Company today, the Jelly Belly Candy Company. I didn't know that. Hmm, I didn't know that either. Well, that's crazy. Uh, let's see, uh, sugars up They don't sticky wheat harbinger of 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 fall. Uh, they don't really say. Oh, they just talk about how there's a debate and whether people like it or not. Well, that's not. Yeah. No, they do have a survey down at the bottom. So 42% of people start with the narrow white end oh, when they eat candy corn. Yeah. 46% eat the whole piece at once. And okay. then like 10% start with the yellow butt. Here it is. Okay. Yep. Brian's right. There's like a whole graphic. Uh, it's a very USA Today style graphic too. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Except it's I not like that it says, What's the wiener? right way to eat candy corn? <laughs> 2013. 10% interesting. I think this is probably I'm probably the tip guy that starts really? with the tip and then works his way in. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm I think I'm a jeez. Yeah, I'm one of those guys. I literally just said the words. I'm one of those guys that starts with the tip and works his way in. That's terrible. <laughs> I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that at all. But that's how it came out. Uh, I'm going to say I eat the whole candy corn at once because if I say it any differently and do not include the word candy corn, Jamie's going to have a field day with what I say about it. Yep, you're right. Oh, somebody made a 
a sweet pizza using candy corn as the topping. Oh, my Lord. Oh, God. Okay. Well, we've learned a little something there. Yeah, my, when my aunt and uncle came over for uh, Halloween, um, I, didn't, I didn't mention that, that uh, in addition to the candy shoot and dressing up like Spider-Man, uh, aunt and uncle came up and we played uh, Jackbox. Mm. We found that that... Um, that game where you have to describe something and you're given just a couple words at a time to do so, mm-hmm. a lot more difficult when it's just four of you than when it's like six or eight in an audience. Oh, Way more difficult. Oh, interesting. So, it's harder with that. less people. Way harder. I guess that um, makes sense because you have less. You you have less. You have actual less guesses, guesses and then less yeah. guesses to bounce other guesses off of. Yeah. Um, but uh, they came up and they brought dessert because Tina made veggie lasagna. They uh, took chocolate chip cookies, cut them in half, and then put marshmallows and chopped coconut arranged in the cookie to make it look like monster teeth. Oh my lord! Okay. Between them, and uh, how was that? They were they were good, but they were so sweet. Yeah, they have <laughs> like, to be overwhelmingly like, sweet. I would I think. put those teeth in, and I feel like my other teeth will fall out. Yeah. So we had to really, I really paced myself with eating those, but they were good. That's like eating a peep, you know? It was. It was kind of like eating a peep, yeah. Because yeah. it was frosting, red frosting that was holding the um, the marshmallows in place between the two cookies. So it looked great. I mean, it looked like like vampire teeth, but... Uh, hmm. I'll yeah. tell you what I miss the most. I like a good Milky Way. That's kind of my jam. Oh, really? And I haven't had a Milky Way since 2018 Halloween. Wow, that bums me out because I love those. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I just love a Milky Way, and I don't—they're kind of as basic as you get, or even yeah. like a Hershey's bar. I really like a Hershey's bar. Just some caramel, some peanuts, some chocolate. Oh, just break it up and sit there. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds so good right now. Why does that sound good? I should be—I shouldn't even be tempted by it, but I am. Well, I imagine you know, after a while of being off off uh, sugar, you probably. You can probably start if you just pace yourself and don't like wolf down an entire bag of gummy bears. Oh know? yeah, yeah. If I if I eat like three gummy bears is fine. It's not like you're gonna go from you know right. zero blood sugar to a billion and in, in exactly exactly. But uh, just gotta. But yeah, I, my worry is that I would go that I would lose myself. Lack of self discipline. Yeah. yeah, I'd eat like two gummy worms, and then before I know it, that entire bag of gummy worms is begging mm-hmm. for mercy, and I'm just eating. <laughs> Anyway. Gotcha. Uh, what? Am- Sorry, Amazing Samurai says, when Scott does this, it's weird, LOL. Like when you watch an interview and it keeps cutting to the interviewer every time they say, oh, and then cuts away. What's he talking about? Um, is is um, the video on Twitch cutting back and forth between the two of us talking? Yeah, I have it switched when we're when we're talk- when you talk, it's now on you. It's on you now. And then when I so talk, it's probably. It's yeah, so that's probably what it's doing is that it it probably had a quick cut of like you going oh or something like that. <laughs> oh, and then well, and then sometimes it's the two of us next to each other here. Yeah, and then sometimes it's one, two, three, four, and we jump around. See, it's just like, wow. Yeah, look at this, guys. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I can't see it. I'm just imagining. It. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not dressed like Gorton's fisherman. Why? What is wrong with my yellow thing in my hat? <laughs> that's, that's who it is. It's not. It's not a minion. It's not Steve Zizu. It's the Gorton's fisherman. <laughs> because that's the closest thing we'll find to you wearing a yellow uh, rain slicker. Yeah, you're right. It's a sweatshirt, yeah. but yes, you're right. You're almost. Uh, I know what you did last summer. 
basically. Yeah, not, <laughs> I need a hook or whatever he killed people yeah, with. Exactly. It was a hook. That's one I've never seen, so we need to film sack that up. I've never oh, seen a yeah. Didn't yeah. saw what you did last summer movie. That'd be uh-huh. a that'd be a nineties horror movie that I could get my head into. All right. Yeah. Well that's it for your uh your your stuff about candy corn. Thanks for the sure. emails. By the way, emails come to us at uh, themorningstream at gmail.com. We'd love more of those, please. Now this. <laughs> I do. Sorry, what are you going to say? You do? Oh, never mind. It was it's a good it's good pre-show stuff, but uh, we'll we'll get to you know I'll put in the in the end of show stuff because I do have a question. Oh, all you. right. Well, for now, hey, it's the news, and it's brought to you by three day old gumbo. When you want to play roulette with your wife, a life or your wife, always <laughs> ask for three day old gumbo. Go to does this smell weird to you dot com for details. <laughs> All right, so maybe that's all made up, except for the part that I'm eating three-day-old gumbo now, and I'm not 100% sure that the seafoody stuff in it is still okay. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, I might just be paranoid, but it's so good, I don't care. I'm still eating it. It's fantastic. Uh, oh, I do have kind of an announcement I should tell people about. Um, okay. So my wife, you know about this because I t- we my talked wife. about this. My wife decided... That is enough. It was enough, and that's because we haven't done anything since like last January that even closely resembles uh, me and her getting away for a minute type uh, activity. Uh, well, that means something very different in Britain. But anyway, mm. um, we are we're going to do that. She booked some time at a timeshare in the in St. George in a part of St. George where we don't have to see anybody. Like it's going to be great. Yes. It's all just us, yes. the Red Rocks. And some relaxing time. We're even taking our own food because we don't want to mess with like because we I don't Restaurants know what things will look like toward like the end of this month or the middle of this month. It's already kind of crazy. So I'm trying yeah. to be we're we're trying to be real good about it. But we did it, and uh, it's happening. And that means for you, dear listeners, that episodes that would have aired normally on the 16th, 17th, 18th, and 19th will not happen. TMS isn't happening that week. I'm going right. to be gone. A week off of TMS. That's right. So mark your calendars. Uh, no show on the 16th uh, through the 20th uh, or 19th, I guess, is the last day we do shows normally. Cool. I won't be home until that Sunday, so there's no PMs or any of that either. Oh, or even film sack. We're going to need to figure out our film sack situation. Yeah, we got to figure that out. I don't know what to do with it yet. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, and on a completely unrelated note, uh, I'll be in Las Vegas from uh, the 15th through the 20th of. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Well, uh, we'd like to announce, making the announcement. You're not, <laughs> you're not really doing that, are you? You can do that? No, I, I uh, believe me, in a normal year absolutely but uh see that would have been a great uh, in a normal year because i'm only an hour away in st george and i would come see you in vegas well yeah but that's the whole point of you getting away from everything i know but, but it'd be uh, fun to see it it's not you i'm yeah, trying to get away that's from true, i'm trying to we're not trying to get away from anybody what all we're doing is this is <laughs> mainly for this is mainly for kim yes. honestly and i don't mean this in a negative way or that i'm like bugged by it because i'm thrilled about it it's going to be great yeah but she freaking needs it she spent the last freaking six to nine months or whatever it's been helping everybody else doing stuff for everybody else and nothing for her really outside of whatever piddly shit i get done so (laughs) so she needs it more than i do even and so that's why we're doing it but if you if we knew that you like in a normal year if we said oh guess what tina and brian will be in vegas that week we would absolutely be down there for if there wasn't even a surge going on i'd probably be considering it because i can get with airbnb i can get a um uh, a place at the at Vidara or uh, Planet Hollywood, and not even really have to leave the room. Just get 
deliver food delivered. Sure. Maybe you know, pop out and see uh, Mitsula, pop out and see James and Svet and yeah. stuff like that. But sure. but not do like crowded casinos and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm the- getting my gambling fix with uh, uh, with with uh, betting the the football games every week. Yeah, you're getting your you're you're satisfying your beast. You're keeping yeah. your beast fed. I'm not getting my I'm not getting my craps fix. Yeah, you're getting your craps. But uh, but I'm getting getting my gambling fix. I want to <laughs> play some craps, but you know. Hey. Yeah. Well, there's a surge. That's the problem. Is the surge, including my state, is happening. Yeah. And so even this is making me a little uncomfortable. But we've we've taken all these precautions. This place is like freakish about the way they do their timeshares, mm-hmm. and um. You know how they handle the rooms and stuff, and they give you like documented when it was cleaned last and who did it, and cool, like all that kind of stuff. So I feel pretty good about it. It's only four hours away. It's not even that big of a getaway, but mm-hmm. I think she needs it, and I probably do too. I just don't know it. So, so yeah, that's happening, and we'll let sure. you guys know as we cool. get closer, so you're not shocked by the uh, little reminder because people won't hear this. Uh, they won't even hear it when he, when we announce it the day before. Hey, well, where's no show? Where's no show sh- today. What's where's going the on? Show go. Hi. I must have missed the memo. <laughs> exactly. Just kidding. You guys so, are great. Yeah, All right. If there were no spike, I'd probably be like, you know what? It's uh, numbers are on the numbers are on the drop. I'll go to to Vegas. But yeah, not with a not with spiking going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, here in America, we're always spiking that ball. All exactly. right, check this out. All right, Elton John in the news. Sure, uh, Sir Elton John, right? Isn't he a he's a sir? He is a sir. Yes. Okay. Sir How, Reginald Dwight. Do you have to be British to get that? deal can you get it from i believe some- so okay I'm, i I mean i know you have to be from the uk i don't know i think you can be scottish maybe even uh oh yeah sean connery was a sir welsh a yeah knighted. irish i don't know but i think speaking um, of sean connery we haven't even mentioned sean connery we away. haven't haven't even mentioned it you know yet. why we haven't mentioned it because you and i were just a week ago talking about how someone should keep an eye on him remember that <laughs> yes i know i know that was a goof up also Okay, here's the internet for you in 2020. <laughs> okay. Yes. I thought that it would be okay to get on the internet and go, oh man, Sean Connery, 90, well, you know, long life, but boy, I sure gonna, you know, I sure love his movies and wow, he, you know, big impact on me, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. As soon as I do that, I get swamped with stuff I didn't know, which was, I guess, in some interviews oh. in the 80s, he talked about how he loves smacking women around and that they God, needed he, it Like sometimes. he slapped a woman to shut her up or something something yeah, like that there's... and he recommended it because he thinks women need to be put in their place and all this kind of stuff i didn't know that either and and so when i saw the flood of that i'm like oh geez man is, is no one safe i know i hate it <laughs> are I we gonna it. find out stuff about tom hanks at some point that's the thing that worries me i don't want to find not. out anything about tom hanks i think we're okay but i i sure i sure hope not but anyway i, I i've come to this place where i can i can very much disagree with that garbage but i still like watching the rock so Sure. He's good. He doesn't slip. (laughs) I knew it was you, Womack. (laughs) I should watch that movie. That movie's great. Anyway, sorry. Where the hell was I? Elton John. He's British. Elton John. He's a sir. And he got his own Barbie doll. Yeah, that's right. Well, I mean, he can afford it. He can get his own. He could probably (laughs) get several. (laughs) He can afford the whole Malibu Barbie set. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. He's done well for himself. Uh, Okay. Here it is. Blending two pop, pop. I can't talk. Blending two pop culture icons, Elton John has teamed up with Mattel to launch his own Barbie doll. Barbie is an icon in her own right, so having her pay tribute to my work and personal style is a real honor, says the Rocket Man. 
on social media. He went on to say, I hope she inspires fans everywhere to fearlessly pursue their own dreams and limitless potential. And then he sang even a new version of Goodbye Norma Jean or I don't know. <laughs> this time it's about uh <laughs> it's some some something else. Uh Boris it's about Nikki McKibben. There you go. Um all right, so this doll. Are you going to get one of these for your mom? No, no, I'm not going to do it. She, all right. I don't even think she'd get the joke at this point. I, she might. She'd just be confused. <laughs> she'd just be confused. Well, and it's not a, and it's not, it's a Barbie doll that dresses like, looks like Barbie, but dresses like Elton, not a Barbie doll that looks like Elton. Correct. So she's like, it's like a, imagine going to Halloween, you're a girl and you're like, you know what? I want to, I want to do kind of an Elton John or I want to look like Prince or I want to look like David Bowie. Yeah, like that's yeah. what this is. It's cosplay for Barbie. Right, uh, that's exactly. what it reminds me of. Barbie is the new Funko Pop. Says Elton John Barbie doll shines <laughs> shines bright in a glittery top. And I actually have a I have an Elton John Funko Pop. Oh, do you? <laughs> uh, somewhere in here, I think. Say so what have funny. maybe. I put it next to the slash you gave me. I don't know where I put them. I still have a Bill Nye the Science Guy and Mysterio here on my shelf right next to me. The only the, the this is the truth. The only pop toy I care to keep if I'm if I need is to get rid slash? of them all, is the slash one? Yeah, oh, because it has meaning to me. Like, yeah, that was yeah. a really cool. Listen, that that was so memorable because I was about to start that round of trivia at yeah. Frog Pants All Stars, whatever year that was, and uh, realized that I left the box of Funko Pops, the only prop I really needed to bring. Yep, up for in the, the game, yep. left it up in the hotel room, so I left. And while I was gone, you guys did the best impromptu Bohemian Rhapsody (laughs) performance. Oh, no, no. It was We Will Rock You. It was uh, started with jury. uh, Oh, yeah. And And it just went on and on. There's video of this somewhere. But nobody followed up with We Are the Champions, which kind of disappointed me. Because I hate when radio stations split those two songs up. you guys did this. It's because you were just so damn fast. You got down there so quick. We didn't I wasn't sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> I ran up there in my Riddler jacket. Yeah. Waited in the stupid snowbird elevator. Yeah. <laughs> Which was also playing We Will Rock You, uh, but in a <laughs> Oddly enough, Muzak yeah. form. Yeah. Right. But yeah, that was a memory, man. So I, I just have all kinds of feelings for that. I think that was the 2015 one, if I'm not Yeah. I, I ended up sending all of the. All Stars players. Well, that's just not over. I ended up sending all of the All Stars players, the funk, uh, the who were on stage at that point, signed or thank you, like signed by me, but really just to thank them, not like, hey, here's my autograph. This will yeah. be worth something. Yeah. But it was like just a little thank you for you know for yeah, yeah it was awesome. That. Yeah, maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was 2017 because Veronica wasn't there. I remember her maybe. not being there for this one. And you always right. know the one right. she's yeah. there for, right? Oh yeah, no, she definitely wasn't there. Else, I would have gotten up. Uh, uh, Stranger Things Funko Pop in my eye. Or... <laughs> she was. She's the most competitive human what being. What the I'm crap aware of. is this? Yeah, <laughs> basically what it would have sounded she's like. So competitive, but in a way that we always enjoyed. Uh, absolutely, it was the it was the best thing. I mean, yeah. you know, it was pretty good. Uh, by yeah. the way, this commemorative doll comes ahead of the 45th anniversary of John. Uh, uh, sorry, Elton John's historic 1975 Dodger Stadium concert. Yeah. Is that historic? You would say that as a music official? Totally model? historic because it was the one. Um, it's the one where he like was wearing the famous uh, glittery 
Dodgers uniform, and they they commemorated that one in Rocky Man. I think that's the one where uh, you know everybody visualizes floating in the air when when he starts singing Rocky Man. That sounds right to me now that you say it. Um, yeah. According to this, it broke the world record at the time for the largest single artist concert. Uh, that was according to Rolling Stone. I don't know who holds that now, but oh it's, wow, somebody else probably has it now. It's probably Ariana Grande in a freaking, freaking Staples Center or something. Beyonce business something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New music sucks. Kind of like thing. <laughs> Katy Perry with a couple of sharks. Who knows? <laughs> uh, the sparkly Dodgers outfit the musician wore in the concert was immortalized in the twenty. Oh, you like you said? I like that. I do like. Yeah, yeah it's apparently right there. <laughs> it's exactly there. Uh, it says this Barbie doll is a bold collaboration that personifies the two cultural icons and honors the extraordinary artistry and musicianship of a stellar performer. And also oh, yeah. Elton John. Just kidding. AV Tech John just put a photo of uh, Elton John's outfit into the. Uh, Oh, let's take a Chat look room. here. That thing is great. God, look at that. And then he's got like the top of his uh, piano carpeted so he can climb up there. And Oh, that is rad. Look at that. Mm-hmm. God, that crowd. Could you imagine? It's like he's farting. <laughs> Just cracking one off for the fans. My bench is gone. Where's my bench? Oh, that crowd, dude. Oh, my gosh. That is not social distancing there at all. <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, it is weird to see stuff like that right now with everything going on. Capacity crowd, though. That's pretty rad. Yeah. I started watching, uh, based on our discussion yesterday, I started watching Galaxy Quest last night when I couldn't sleep. Oh, nice. How'd it go? Finished, finished uh, X-Men Days of Future Past. I forgot how um, The Wolverine goes right into Days of Future Past, mm-hmm. which is great. Great yeah. like pair of movies right there. That is pretty good. Um but uh started watching Galaxy Quest and you're seeing the the convention scenes at the beginning. It's like, oh yeah, look at that. That yeah. is uh, some no social distancing business going yeah. on. They really captured that look of a con though. They did a great oh, they job did. with that. Yeah, for sure. That movie's ahead of its time. Like it it's is. so that's and that's the thing about the documentary, it like really explores all the things it did that in ninety nine weren't. Yeah. Like what today the nerds rule the world, but that wasn't true in '99 necessarily. No, not yet. No, we're quite not there. as much. Certainly not. Yeah. I mean, we still had Windows '98. On, <laughs> we were we were waiting for we were waiting for Windows ME. Oh yeah, Millennial <laughs> still... Edition, right? Millennium edi- <laughs> Millennial or Millennium? Well, edition. we were waiting for Windows 2000. Or I guess the same thing. Windows 2000. Well, 2000 Windows was the server thing. Oh right, right, right. right. Yes, ME was the consumer. What was that? It was so bad. All the games I played broke. It just sucked. Yeah. Was Windows NT? When was Windows NT? Because I remember that being... There was also server, though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was server also. This is 20 years ago. Jeez. Well, I don't like thinking about that. That You're still using Clippy because he thought, hey, it looks like you're trying to make a table. (laughs) I remember it just could not... Like, it wouldn't run StarCraft anymore, which is what I I needed it for. (laughs) Something was broken. Oh, I know. That sucks. Yeah. Crashed all the time. It was a, it was oh, a mess. Man. We're in a better place now. Um, all right. Here's some stories. A cow. Hey. There's a cow in the news. Cow. A cow. <laughs> a cow in Australia, of course, uh, was caught chewing on a large python in the outback. Jeez. As Australian cows are. They're prone to do. To do. Right? Yeah. It's what you expect out of your Australian cow. <laughs> Gobsmacked outback worker uh, has captured a photo Gobsmacked of a cow. Gobsmacked outback. Yeah. <laughs> That's a fun thing to say out loud. Yeah. Uh, let's see if I can find this picture so people can see just how. I mean, it's a pretty big cow, but the snake's okay big, but he's just out there going, eh, here's a cow. Uh, this guy was taking a picture of it. 
uh, let's see, his name's a refrigerator, he, or he's a refrigerator mechanic named Andrew Getz or Gertz. I don't know why we have to know what his job is, but whatever. Hmm. He came across. I think this- it actually helps that he's a refrigeration mechanic. Well, All right, maybe good. take the meat home with him. Um, came across this bovine snake catcher as he drove on the deserted Sandover Highway, about 300 uh, kilometers, kilometers is what I almost said, from Lake Nash Station to the Northern Territory. When he got closer to see what, uh, uh, sorry, when when I got closer, I could see it was a sand python hanging out of his mouth, said Mr. Gertz from Camawool, Northern Queensland. (laughs) It kind of sucked its head back into the bone, or back to the bone. Yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, I've seen cows with bone and hides. I thought it might have been a bone. He stopped and took the pictures. He said he couldn't figure out how the non-venomous snake's head came to be in the cow's mouth, speculating the cow may have stepped on it or disturbed the snake and then latched it with his tongue. Or it could have been dead and he just picked it up. Right, it could be. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'd like to think I'd like to think that the cow is the natural predator <laughs> or the <laughs> the giant bull python. Here we see a wild cow in the northern territory <laughs> eating a snake. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty pretty freaky. But I've had rattlesnake and I didn't like it. It's not Sorry. a snake. <laughs> uh let's see. Uh let's do this one. How about this one? Okay. Pittsburgh mother furious over seven-year-old's creepy underwear assignment. Mm. Mm. Let's find out what this is all about. All right. Uh, a creepy underwear assignment. Yeah. I would be right there. I'd be furious over that, too. And I don't even know the story. But creepy underwear assignment it feels like something I'd want to avoid. Well, here's here's a lesson. Here's a life lesson now that you can learn from and then never do. A Pittsburgh mother's very upset after a seven-year-old daughter received a questionable homework assignment online. Her daughter is in second grade at Pittsburgh Liberty in Shadyside. She told Channel 11 while she was helping her daughter with her homework, one of her assignments asked her child to, quote, post a picture of your creepy underwear, unquote, online. (laughs) What the frick? (laughs) That is really weird. That is disturbing. Like, uh... The teacher came up with this? Yeah, I'd I think be mad. maybe he needs to be put on a list. Yeah. The mother says uh, this was disturbing and inappropriate and is now demanding the oh. teacher be fired. Uh, she reached out to Channel 11 to warn other parents what had happened. I'm upset about it. I don't want my daughter engaging in anything, uploading with any personal, uploading anything personal to the internet, says Brianna Grant. I was so angry, I took pictures of it. The assignment. Can we see those pictures? Underwear. Yeah. Uh, Can we see the pictures of it, uh, Brianna? Let's see. Yeah, I can, you want to send those pictures? You can send us some pictures of those. Uh... Let's see the pictures. <laughs> creepy. Uh, do you have any? Do you have any underwear, Scott, that would qualify as creepy underwear? No, no. I mean, I've got some that I have are underwear cre- that creeps. I have some that are creeping up. Yeah. <laughs> Get it? Because they're creeping up my butt. Uh, we made the joke like half a half a second before you did. Oh shoot! Well, that was a very fast. Let's look on at the tape. Light. Let's look at the tape. Yeah. Play the play slow motion. Look how fast that on air light came today. It was a quick one. Um, but uh, anyway, so Grant immediately called the school and the principal apologized, told her the librarian posted the assignment after reading the children's book, uh, a children's book for Halloween and thought it was funny. So, nope. Don't wear Larry and the Legend of the Creepy Underwear. <laughs> <laughs> By Gary Glitter. I mean, maybe it's a page one. <laughs> I mean, Captain Underpants is all about underwear, isn't he? Well, That's yeah, but he's like, you know, he's he's wearing big, fat, tidy whities. Hmm. 
Let's see. Oh, there it is. Creepy pair of underwear. Is that a? Is that real? That's a real book. Creepy pair of underwear. Oh my gosh. Okay, it is real. I thought. Once upon a time, there was a pair of underwear. Yeah, there's a book, and it's I can get it on Amazon. Yep. For seven ninety nine or fourteen forty nine for hardcover called Creepy Pair of Underwear by Aaron Reynolds. I think if you do buy that, you are put on a, a watch list. Yeah, I don't think I want and anything to do with this book. It's got a lot of ratings though from let's see. <laughs> from from old men who have to introduce themselves whenever they move to a new neighborhood. Yes. Hi, I am a young lady and I really enjoyed this book. <laughs> All right. Well, that freaks me out. I don't like it. Uh, finally today, this is really cool. You probably, a lot of people already seen this because I think it hit a lot of news channels and stuff, but yeah, we hadn't had a chance to talk about it. We had the news yesterday, but a father built his daughter a 50 foot pirate ship for Halloween. Or as I wrote in the headline, 50 foot pirate ship for Halloween. Halloween. I don't I like, don't like Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> uh, our brains went in the exact same direction. <laughs> yep. Um, this, story, uh, this article starts with move over Jack Sparrow. There's a new captain on the pirate ship. Father in New York won Halloween by building a 50-foot long, 20-foot tall pirate ship that towers in front of his home in Rochester, New York. He says, I have no background for this. I just do it for fun for my kids, and that what's, that's what makes it great, says Tony DiMatteo. Uh, he told CNN. It's also been a rough year for a lot of people, so we decided this would be a perfect opportunity to put a smile on people's faces and just give them a sense of normalcy. Yeah, nothing says normal like a 50-foot pirate ship. <laughs> this thing is brilliant. I mean, it's so well done, but it covers the entire front of the house. The other question is, what do you what yeah, do, you what do, you do when you're done? You can't just take that thing down. Yeah, what do you do when you're done? Whoops, I thought I copied the link. Sorry, everybody, hold on. Copy. Okay, now we'll look at it in the chat proper. Um, yeah, I don't know what you'd do with this when you're done. I mean, look you, at that. Oh, man. I mean, it would pump me out if you took it down. I think you do like the uh, Treasure Island in Las Vegas and you have nightly shows with scantily clad women. Oh, and uh, really hot fire effects and stuff. Right, exactly, yes. Oh, man. And a guy swinging back and forth. Oh, and uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> take it back. There are fire effects. If you scroll down to the third photo, oh, really? there's like full-on fire plumes coming out of this thing. Go back to that uh, CNN article. If you go all the way near the bottom, that thing's like on fire. That's just awesome. That's really cool. That's just awesome. Jeez. What a cool thing. Cool dad. Yeah. Very, very cool. Uh, I mean, that's got to at least stay up until Christmas. You got to de decorate that thing with Christmas lights and stuff like that. Maybe you take it down after the first of the year. But I mean, I wonder if, yeah. his, if his neighbors don't care, maybe just keep it up. I don't know. I mean, God, I don't know. It's a little weird, right? To keep it up. Probably shouldn't keep it up, but. Uh, he says he made it from, uh, oh, here's, here's the thing. A few years back, his daughter, who's 13 now, asked for the Pirates of the Caribbean themed Halloween to make his wish come true. He designed a small pirate ship, but this year it was twice as big. Uh, made from recycled metal, wood, and rope. Uh, the vessel is complete with black pirate flags, a huge skeleton hanging in the bow sprit. Bow spirit. Oh, bow sprit. Yeah, bow sprit. Bow sprit. Is that how they say it? Hmm. I've never, I don't know that I knew that. I didn't. I don't know what that is. I, well, <laughs> I read that pirate. as bow spirit, and I was thinking, oh, maybe that's like the thing, the the uh, the thing that comes off the front of it, the bow. Like I don't know. The, yeah, I've heard bow. I knew that. I'm a terrible pirate. Yeah. I'm a bad pirate. I bad never pirate heard. Never heard of a bow spirit. Oh, the the pointing spar on the bow. Okay. Oh. All right. 
the bit where you sometimes have a lady under it with boobs like that <laughs> yes. like the wooden lady right. yep you know i can't say that I without thinking about else. i can't say that without thinking about being in the caesar's palace i don't know if it's still there but there's a part oh, of the caesar's yeah. palace where there's like it's a cleopatra's lady barge oh is it still there uh, I don't know if it's still there, but that is Cleopatra's barge. It's been a while since I've been in that part of uh, the casino, but I think that's still there. When you're 13 or 14, it's very interesting. <laughs> it's, yes, and it's it's at arm height. <laughs> yeah, and that boob is all rubbed down because people touch it. Yeah. They touch the boob. Touch the boob. Touch Cleopatra's boob. Uh, let's see. What else uh, can I say about this thing? Oh, it's got the flags, the skeleton hanging from the front there. It's also outfitted with some impressive effects, including six cannons that light up, a fog machine, and even fire blasters, which I mentioned in the photo. Uh, DiMatteo says he also produced a soundtrack that synchronizes with the effects of the cannons and the fire blasts. The whole project cost him about three grand in supplies and took a week to build. I'm more, I'm more impressed with how short a time it took him to build it. Mm-hmm. Three grand, I could see, but geez. But just a week to build that thing. It's yeah. impressive. Uh, it says, it might look expensive, but I bought everything secondhand and made a lot of the props myself. I've been gathering, uh, or sorry, it's been gathering crowds and everyone just loves it. When people come by, they get excited. It's fun to see how much people enjoy it. You know what? You can find some joy in the darkest days yeah. of 2020. That's what I'm saying. So go go check exactly. that dude out before he leaves in Pittsburgh. Go Steelers fans, get a, get out there. Get it, get it done. <laughs> oh wait, they're not in Pittsburgh. That's the lady before that's mad about. That's the, the lady, yeah, the lady before. This is in in Rochester. Yeah, it's nowhere. It's nowhere near the other story. Oh, there's Cleopatra's barge. A oh. little photo of uh, Golden Boob Lady. Yep. Is that still happening? Is that Captain still Kipper happening. put that in there? Yep. Okay. Uh, I'm just looking myself here. Oh yeah, that's her. That's I, her. I have touched that boob. <laughs> don't touch it now not with covid going on because i bet you they don't sanitize those boobs with everybody walking by touching them yeah don't do them now but i remember at the time I, they probably had to keep refinishing it but that left boob was always rub, rubbed down like you see some statues in public or whatever where the heads all rubbed even off the, or, even the julius caesar statue at the entrance of uh, caesar's palace constantly the the you know, his hand gets rubbed from people doing high fives and stuff like that. and They all think they're the first to do it, too. That's what I love. Yes, right, exactly. Yeah. I'm going to touch his hand, yeah. Well, oh, yeah, figurehead. That's what they're called, right? Thank you, Stephanie. If, it, if this The figurehead is the, is the, the oh, one the, that's the, 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 under the bowsprit. Gotcha. So the bowsprit is always there, and then if you have a figurehead, it's like the lady or whatever underneath. Right, Sometimes exactly. a mermaid or something. Okay, that's cool. But, yeah, there I've touched go. that actual boob right there. <laughs> that might have been before I'd ever touched a real boob. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Interesting. I think a real boob may have come a year later. <laughs> <laughs> well, you needed practice. You needed to know. Yeah. yeah. I needed to get up sure. on the, the technique and stuff before I <laughs> knew what was going on. All right. Uh, there's That's a lot of fun to talk about. Let's now take a break. When we do, we're going to hear a musical selection Brian's brought with him, and I'll bet it's an indie in the middle. I'm pretty excited. So, Brian, what do we have today? Totally an Indian in the middle. Uh, let's go to the middle of nowhere, Wyoming. That's what this uh, they describe, <laughs> middle of nowhere, Wyoming. Okay. Um, this is great. It is a Wyoming punk band called System Restore. And, uh, you know, you get these uh, songs from punk bands talking about uh, fighting uh, authority and anarchy and, um, uh, and, and 
doing what you want to do and stuff like that. Uh, the title of this song is Wash Your Hands. It's coming from their upcoming 7-inch EP called User-Friendly Fire. Here's System Restore and Wash Your Hands. <laughs> talk about pitney bows our good pals at pitney bows been with us for a long time really like these guys with pitney bows and send pro online from pitney bows you can simply print your postage stamps and shipping labels even when you're working remotely there's a lot of that going on right now for as low as four dollars and 99 cents a month you'll have access to discounts up to 40 percent that's off of usps priority mail and now up to 62 percent off ups daily rates Plus, for being a Morning Stream listener, you receive a 30-day free trial to get started and a free 10-pound scale to ensure that you're never going to overpay. Print shipping labels and stamps whenever you need. And saving that money, I mean, holy holy heck, 62% off UPS second-day air services. That's just, that's, that's amazing. Schedule package pickups, track shipments from departure to arrival, Save five cents on every first class letter and up to 40% off USPS priority mail. Again, starting at $4.99 a month, that's $4.99 a month. You can calculate that exact postage online, get access to the mobile app to ship and track packages on the go, print right from your PC, and avoid the post office. Go to pb.com slash TMS to access this special offer for the free 30-day trial plus a free 10-pound scale to get started. That's pb.com slash TMS. Experience your savings in your shipping costs with a free trial of Simpro online from Pitney Bowes. Now, here are some tips for buying poultry. If you buy it already skinned in the package, it may have lost its moisture and taste. So instead, try buying it with the skin on. It was garlic that made him strong. You are not prepared. This is the morning stream.
we're back, everybody. That was a very short song. <laughs> it was. Yeah. And you know, it's funny. When I was listening to that and going through like, nope, I don't hear any F-bombs, I it totally missed the other two words that you posted <laughs> in the chat room. Yeah. <laughs> Which are kind of appropriate for talking about uh, Cleopatra's barge. Yeah, I agree. We've, we've rolled right into a thing that made perfect sense. It's not a, not a problem. Yeah. And the kids don't know those words yet, right? They don't know anything. What are they? They don't know. Yeah, they don't know. All right. Justin Robert Young incoming. We're going to... Bring him in and discuss, I don't know, what we're going to discuss. I'll just bring it on you guys. <laughs> I know what he wants to discuss. I mean, we'll figure it out in a second, but here he is. These are their stories. Do, 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 do. Oh, I'm terrible with names. Join me in rec- uh, welcoming to the show someone who's been up since like 5 a.m. because I looked at his tweets this morning. I could not believe how early he was up. <laughs> um, maybe the yeah, biggest this day. this is his day. Yeah, this yeah. is the biggest day of his year, without probably without a doubt, as far as I can tell. Mr. Justin Robert Young joining us from Oakland, California. Hello, Justin. How are you? Hey, what's up, fam? What's up, fam? You've you've sparsed out the studio, cleared out a few things. It's because he gets up and walks around now. Uh, No, it actually is the exact same studio. Oh. It's, uh, I just lowered the camera. Oh. Oh, okay. All right. So there's a little bit less of a angle down. But But didn't you also, uh, some time ago, before you started doing the walk around bit, you... You just changed it in general so you could have room to like put up the screen and, and like walk and it. stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. There was a thing in the back. There was a bookshelf and, uh, and stuff. The, that yeah. Yeah. Before the puppets before the and devil and stuff like that. Yeah. The puppets there. and the devil and the, the puppets and the devil. Uh, well, it's good to have you here. Now, I, I kind of teased everybody earlier that we may on, on this, the great day <laughs> of reckoning in American politics, uh, yeah. that we may not actually talk about those much. But I don't want to assume anything if something's changed overnight for you. If there's anything you wanted to mention about the uh, the thing today, any kind of uh, predictions or last second anything, I, I wanted you at least to, to have that opportunity before we dive into that thing you and I talked about on our text back and forth. I think that at this point, everybody is swimming in predictions and advertisements mm-hmm. and cajolements and polls and polls about polls and aggregates <laughs> about the polls for the polls and questions about the methodologies. Let's dive into the cross tabs. They are about to go through nothing but a total sensory immersion for America's decision on who will lead the free world. So uh, I will only plug that if you would like to watch the results with me, I will be live on my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Justin R. Young from around 6 p.m. to midnight, roughly. That should give us a good idea. And I, I will say, while we might not have official uh, confirmation tonight, it is my belief that we will wake up tomorrow morning with, at the very least, a great sense of who will have what. Okay. And it's, it's, I'm glad you mentioned that because it's there's a... I know, there's a myth that these things are one and done in the day that we do it, and they never do. Rarely, like, yeah. Very rarely, sometimes, well, but pretty I mean, rare, right? I, well, it's... It, it, <laughs> Back it's, when there were only 75,000 people voting, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, look, uh, uh, I understand that there is... People want to reset the expectations because we have a lot of mail-in votes, and that's true. And some mm-hmm. states have weird laws about when you can count them. That is true. Usually on election night, you generally know. Yeah. At least you know that it would take a major upset or it would take something for, for something else to happen. So 
uh, uh, we will understand that uh, the election is one more thing that will be weird about 2020. Uh, uh, it, it, it is not like other years. It, mm. it will be its own unique year, but let's understand to give it a, uh, those kinds of allowances. All right. Well, fair enough. Instead, we're going to talk about a new pressing <laughs> scourge that is sweeping yeah. the nation, nay, the world, known as the Timothy Oliphant virus. Yeah, um, <laughs> we're 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 we're, we're fonting it up. <laughs> we're so I get this text the other night from Jury, who knows I, how much I love Deadwood and how much I love Justified and how much I love anything that's Western and 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 that oftentimes Timothy Oliphant's take on the kind of Western genre thing is so my jam. I just love it, and the fact that I just that night before he texted me watched The Mandalorian mm-hmm. and seen that he was in it. I'm sorry if that's a spoiler to anyone. You should have watched it by now, but he's in it. Okay, we're not going to tell you why or what or what his role is, but yeah, he's in he's it. Doing, yeah. And uh, and he's great. I, All I, I will say is their culture is not your costume. <laughs> it's a lesson that everybody should have learned for Halloween. <laughs> it did feel a little bit like... I love that part. Uh, I love that it was dirty, and it was like it's one of those things where it's like, man... This plot has been around for a real long time, and if you were uh-huh. to watch it, it with the with with the stand-ins that we used to have in Western movies, boy, would it be inappropriate! But yeah. hell yeah, <laughs> when it's on Tatooine, yeah, when it's on Tatooine, who cares? Adopt the culture yeah. and that's and the it. best part about sci-fi. Right. The best part about sci-fi is like now you just do things that have happened, but now you can actually like have your main character uh, use a, a slur because he's, it's about a cleat clop and not, you know, your neighbor. <laughs> you know, cleat clops. Yes. He was pretty obsessed with womp rats. He brought them up a lot, which is a very tattooing thing to do. Um, yeah. Apparently that's all anyone on that planet talks about. But sure. anyway, I am. Oh, here's it's all like, I'll it's say. Like you plug those things in beggars Canyon. That's you right. Know. You got uh, to do it. All I'll say. I really enjoyed that episode. Never need to go to Tatooine again. Uh, <laughs> Where I think we're good. Are we good? I have some bad news for good. you. I have some I bad news. It. I have some bad news. I think that they're probably going to spend a little time there given how that thing ended. I think. <laughs> yeah, the, I think so too. I think we're not yeah, done. That, uh, and you know what? I'm not going to lie here. And as much as I understand where you're coming from, I. Star Wars, the imprint on me with Star Wars includes a desert planet in my head and for always. So when you say yeah. Star Wars, I don't think Hoth. I don't think space. I don't think. Dagobah. I don't think any of that. I think desert planet run down, run by some weird slug mafia. Like that's st- part of Star Wars for me, which is probably why the Mandalorian is just ticking so many boxes for me. Because even when they're not on Tatooine, they're on these shit planets, and there's something about shit planets, and it's just the whole. Oh, I'm more more shit planets. Yeah, give me more shit planets. I'm just saying. We spent a lot of time there, and <laughs> and you know who knows if you know uh, it's it's, it's ugh, whatever uh, you know uh, we can I I just it's enough with Tatooine. Okay, I like the fact that we finally <laughs> saw another place on Tatooine. That was interesting and right, fun. Right. I liked it. I'd like for him to leave immediately. That's right. all. That's my only thought on Tatooine. <laughs> I liked it. It was a good episode. I I enjoyed the episode. It okay. had it had the the uh uh the feel of the Mandalorian episodes that I liked the most in the first season. I, I agree. I, I, it's a great way to kick off your second season and I'm super into it and I can't wait to see where things go. But what I didn't expect, cause I stayed spoiler free of anything to do with it. So I wasn't even, I didn't know anything about casting or anything. So when I see oh, how much can we say, I don't want to ruin this for anyone, 
But can't really say much. Let's just I would say, let's just say a, hel- a, helmeted f- a helmeted figure comes walking toward the camera, and I immediately knew who it was because of just the walk. Now, what does that say about me as a fan of Timothy Oliphant's work? Because I knew from his swagger who that was. Not not by face, because I didn't know yet. Nobody had told me. I gotcha. And okay, I looked I gotcha. at it, and Kim's sitting next to me, and I go, Kim. And she goes, what? And I go, I think that's, I think that's Seth Bullock. I think that's freaking Raylan <laughs> yeah. Givens right there. Raylan Givens? Yeah. yeah, and she loves him, too. We kind of have the shared, I don't know, I have man love for Raylan Givens, but yeah. she, mm-hmm. she also really likes him. And I go, I think that's him. She goes, no. And I go, look at the way he's walking. She goes, oh. Maybe. And then he talked and I went, oh, my gosh, dude, this is the greatest thing in the world. And the only thing that was made better was later that day or next day, whenever it was, somebody pointed out that, oh, by the way, did you see the um, Deadwood reunion that happened on The Mandalorian? And I went, what are you freaking talking about? And they go, the bartender is Dan, one of Swearingen's dudes. I love Dan. Dan's one of my favorite characters in Mm -hmm. all of Deadwood. And I was like, I'd lost my mind. So basically... By the way, by the way, you want to know uh, something that you might not know about that actor? I believe is W. Earl Brown. Yeah, he's got a great name. Mm, it's uh, a perfect uh, Western name. Yeah. <laughs> something about Mary. Mary's oh, right. brother. Really? Right. Uh, like yeah. Baseball, Franks and Beads. Franks and Beads. <laughs> uh, no way, <laughs> That's dude. him. Yeah. Oh, you're right. It is. Look at that. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. nothing but respect for that guy. I just love him. And He's got hella range, man. Yeah. That was like, man, that third season of Deadwood where he goes, they just have that heavyweight hoss fight yeah. in the, oh, in the yeah. center of the uh in, in, in the center of the town. Oh my god. That was something that's still, else. That's still that's one of the most brutal, like cinematic but realistic fights I've ever seen in any thing. Yeah. In like in mm-hmm. in movies, television, professional wrestling, like where they're actually <laughs> punching each other, MMA, like like anything, like it yeah. was so epic. It was so yeah. gladiatorial too, because you had yeah. the the two people that really run the town and vying for continued power. So you got Swearingen on his little perch up on top of this yeah. building. You got Major Hurst. Dad uh, yeah. over there, and then his man and his man, his best man fighting it out. And they really not sure who's going to win. In fact, you think Dan's done for. And then there's this moment where that other dude gets his eye clawed. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, not, I guess that's been out of longer so we could. Yeah, we could, we could, yeah. we could spoil Deadwood. No problem. Yeah, 2004 <laughs> that, yeah. Or Oh five. my God. The homie gets his eye ripped out. And it's <laughs> like, and, and, and you say that and you're like, Oh, I bet you that's like crazy kill bill or nope. you, like, no, it's the most realistic, horrifying eye ripping out you've ever seen in your yeah. entire yeah. life. Yeah, and he's dragging it in the dirt, which is just something I can't get behind. Dragging your eye, your unsocketed eye. Not about dirt. that until right now. <laughs> it's dragging in the mud, and then Dan looks up at Swearingen like, "All right, am I finishing this?" Like it's it's the best gladiator movie that's a TV episode set in a western town. It's fantastic. Anyway, oh. so well, but no, but this this was actually our. This wound up becoming our, our our back and forth is as I had texted you about the fact that Oliphant was in the Mandalorian premiere, mm-hmm. and I'm shocked that I had had waited waited this long to text you about Fargo because the idea <laughs> that uh, Timothy Oliphant is playing a Mormon Western detective yeah. like is just 
like you can complain about a lot in 2020, Scott, but I feel like it's probably going to be a wash considering a well-written television show cast Timothy Oliphant as a a super competent, funny, yet tough as nails Mormon. Detective. Yeah, it's amazing because oh, on, cool. on the one hand, Brian, when you get to this season, you're going to be loving it. Yeah, I can't wait for it. I think we're close too because I think the last episode is the 21st, 23rd, something like that. Oh so yeah, you'll be able to binge it all. Sure. We're going to we're gonna binge the whole thing probably the week before. Start it's one of these the where I just before. could not I had to do yeah. it week to week. I'm still, yeah. you know, I have no, to, I've got shows like that too, where it's like, yeah. no, I've got to do that day and day. New episode I have, I haven't seen yet. It's yesterday's, I guess, but I got to watch that today. But or whenever it came out. But um, he does this thing. This is so great. Because let me say, there's a couple of reasons why it's great. And there's a, there's a couple of goofs with it that are super technical. But for the most part, they kind of nail it. He is this guy who's really confident about his religion and about what he does. He's a Texas Ranger, but he lives in Salt Lake City. And he's a member of the Mormon Church. And... So he's always very confidently asking people on the street. I won't give story elements away, but like, you know, what do you, so how do you feel about Jesus and things like this, you know? Yeah. So he's got all that going on. That feels very, it fits the stereotype pretty well, I have to admit. The only part that doesn't is at one point when he's talking to that sheriff, the sheriff says, uh, oh, you're offended by the swearing or whatever. And he started telling the story by why it would be. And he said, um, so wait, you're a you're a member, and he goes, not just a member, I'm a I'm a leader or whatever, and he names off a couple of things. He says he's an ordained priest in the quorum of the seventy, which is literally not at all possible. So I got that one bit wrong, and it annoyed me. But it's only because I'm close to the situation. <laughs> I understand how it works. He would have to be ordained at least an elder, and then. Right. The 70, but the 70 is like a job kind of. They kind of help run things around the world. So there'll be like an area group of what they call an area presidency. And they make sure a certain area, like let's say you're in charge of the Pacific Islands. And that just means you're making sure chapels are all going well and the congregations are getting what they want or whatever. That's what the 70 do. It's a weird thing. You'd have to look it up. But the point is, it's more of an organizational thing, but it's like a job and you have to be really old for it. You're not also a Texas Ranger at the same time. So they got a couple of those things a little bit on the uh, the weird I mean, side. Like where, where, what was the state of the 70 in 1950? Well, that's a good question. I I can't speak to that. There's It's possible that some of that stuff was a little more crossover. Because maybe, maybe it was more of like a social club, and now by the time that you were growing up, it was a bunch of old people. Yeah, it re- totally, absolutely could be true. That could be true. <laughs> oh, right, I, yeah. I haven't I haven't dug that far back. But older, yeah. I know in the, like, the 1800s and stuff, uh, and early 1900s that was absolutely true like they you know they don't stop being a blacksmith you're a blacksmith and you just happen to also have this job in the church but but anyway in his case my favorite thing about him and this is where they get it right yeah is he's <laughs> he's like he's wicked honest in everything he's doing but he's so singularly focused on catching these two women oh i don't want to give anything away Anyway, he's for the for his you know he's a he's a Texas Ranger. He's after he's, he's yeah, in yeah. he's yeah he is he's into and I don't even know if he's a Texas Ranger. I think he might just be a federal marshal. Oh, I um, thought they said something in the beginning about Texas, but I could be wrong. I could be he wrong. might yeah maybe I don't know I don't I don't remember that, that may be just well. to explain the accent and that's it. I I don't know what they're doing there, but but he. <laughs> he does this yeah, thing where he, he carries. He, he, he is he is in town to chase down two fugitives, and that's the first thing that you meet of these two fugitives is them escaping. From yeah, them. exactly it's not right. Like that's a lot that happens. But what's great about it is he uh, he won't swear. The rest of the show, people swear all the time, f bombs and everything. This is FX going straight to Hulu. They don't care, and so he. But he won't. 
Instead, he says at the end of an episode, the, the whole episode literally hangs on him saying, son of a biscuit. <laughs> it cuts to black. Yeah. And that doesn't work almost with anybody else, in my opinion. Somehow he made that work, that moment. And I didn't and I laughed at it, not because it was bad, but because it was like legitimately correct for his character, correct for the situation he's in and perfect for the tone of what Fargo is in general. And it just worked. He also carries a cigarette pack, Brian, around with him that is filled with carrot sticks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? Okay. And no, Fargo, con- Fargo as a show obviously has has its kind of quirks. And, so and he good. is among the quirkier characters <laughs> in, in, in this season. Oh, it's so it, good. It, it is it is amazing though, and it really kind of makes Oliphant uh you know, really a a, a movie star that hasn't been in a ton of movies. Right. Like he's really been used like a movie star in television shows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that he's, he's this Western archetype. And if you look at Deadwood, the, the theme of his character in Deadwood is this guy who is trying to get away. He is literally leaving. He's going successively from one outpost of civilization to a further outpost in civilization. And yet he cannot get away from uh, uh, in the absence of somebody doing right. He needs to do right. right. And that becomes that personality is, is the straw that stirs the drink in this lawless area. Mm-hmm. Uh, justified. It's certainly more him playing uh, uh, the cooler elements of his character. And yet it's always reined in by the idea that Raylan does want to do the right thing. Uh, and this is an example of, of that do the right thing element being really the core of the character. And now we're wondering if he will stray. Yeah. Uh, but mm. but uh, all of that is, you know, it, it's it's the way that you watch movies with, uh, you know, Tom Cruise or The Rock or anything like that. Uh, uh, Bruce Willis. You kind of know who they are. You're just curious. Oh, well, how will they react if they have a daughter? Mm-hmm. How will they react if they're a CEO? How will they react if they're a beat cop who just got divorced? Like th- there's there's already an autocomplete of all these things we know they do and and how they get mad and how they get sad. And we just kind of want to see them in different skins. And that's the the, the place that Oliphant exists. And I was just so happy to see him show up. In, in two things that I know not only I love, but also that you love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was great. Um, the first time I'd ever seen that dude was in 2007's Live Free or Die Hard. Hmm. He was the bad guy in that. He was yeah. like this. You didn't see him in uh, Win a Date with, uh, I can't remember the name of that dumb movie. Tad, Tad Ferguson? Tad, yes, that's it. That's <laughs> no, it. I hadn't seen that. I'd seen the My Name <laughs> is Earl episode. Did I actually episode. get that? I thought that was... <laughs> Wow, Tad Ferguson. Holy yeah, it was a long moment. time ago. Oh, but, Tad Hamilton. Tad Hamilton. Yeah, yeah I was going to say. Yeah, I didn't think Very it was close. Ferguson. I mean, hey, you got Tad, which I couldn't even pull out Tad. So I right. mean, yeah, no, I think I was going with Turd Ferguson, the joke from the, uh, <laughs> the Norm MacDonald. Uh, it's Turd Ferguson. It's Jeopardy. a funny name. It's Turd Ferguson. It's my name. Turd Ferguson. It's a big hat. Yeah. Um, but I but I really, he was in My Name is Earl, which also had Norm MacDonald in it playing that. Anyway. But he had a lot of little bits in here, but oh, I never really no, seen that was him. Jason Lee, right? No, you know, that was Jason Lee, but in My Name is Earl, uh, Norm MacDonald came on and played basically 
the 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 sorry the mimicking he does of um, Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds. He did uh, that character. Yeah, yeah, really? yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. I just, because Burt Reynolds himself was in it, and Burt Reynolds died, and the character played by Norm oh. Macdonald took over for him, and basically right, just right, did right. that impression the whole time. And it was fantastic, by the way. People should watch My mm. Name Is Earl again because that show holds up. Anyway, my point was. I see him in this live free and die hard. That's actually post Deadwood. I don't see Deadwood until that year. Like 2007 is when I first saw it. So Deadwood was like in hiatus oh, really? by then. Yeah, 2004 to 2006. I didn't see it in its live run. Didn't have HBO at the time um, and just didn't see it. So I saw it in 07. So something happened that year. Where I was just like, oh my gosh, this guy might be my favorite thing ever. And I'll just watch whatever he's in. And I'll enjoy mm-hmm. stuff like bad stuff. Like Hitman is bad. That's a bad adaptation of a video game. He plays mm-hmm. Agent 47. But because it's him, it's better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't yeah. help it. So put him in shit and it'll be better he, than the shit. Like Sam Rockwell, he elevates the material that he's in. I agree. Well, but, but I do think that, and maybe this is just because I've seen him succeed, with great writing on television, but I do feel like he's somebody that belongs in that longer form because you kind of want to spend more time with him. And movies mm. are very frenetic, right? Yeah. You only mm-hmm. need to see five or six cool things from a movie star in a movie. And right. you're like, that's mm-hmm. great. I saw all the five or six things I wanted to see with, with, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, the stuff, especially justified Deadwood. You're kind of like hanging out. You're just sort of there. You enjoy mm. the kind of mood and 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 the ambiance. And I think Oliphant is great, specifically in all the things that we've just named, because he he's always up. getting himself into yeah. kind of hairy situations. Mm-hmm. And you never mm-hmm. really know when, because he's very cool. You never know when he's just going to be like, at the Seven Eleven, having a conversation <laughs> with the old woman behind the, 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 the counter. And then because he's like super dope he's just gonna like pull his gun and point it back at the freezer because he knows that there's some dude back there like yeah. there's just <laughs> right. always this so low level like shit might pop off man oliphant's on screen yep so less enjoyable a you know a three minute cameo in the good place mm. i mean <laughs> he was great there though he was, he was great great there because there. he was playing himself he's like playing he's himself. like a version of <laughs> yeah. uh of, of of himself a heightened version which is the other right. thing is that he can really do comedy although i haven't seen the santa clarita diet it's great um it's tina great. watched it and really enjoyed it yeah, yeah i liked it a lot it was great i think tina was right to like it um it's it's and, very and different he's, he's kind of like a like a a, a an, an against type like beta man yeah yeah, yeah, one, yeah right yeah, yeah it's very different it's a very very different role for him but i still think that thing was better with him in it than it would have been without he was great on damages which goes back to like 2010 or so um that was a weird role but really good he was a voice on rango he i loved him in that he was on Hmm. archer a couple of times and he played himself again on curb your enthusiasm last year or this year uh I just can't get enough of the guy. I don't know what it is. And it's he's kind of playing the same thing and everything. Like it's not like there's yeah. a huge range here, but it's the range I it's the range I want. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm being fed. I know I'm being fed what I want with this episode of The Mandalorian. I know what they're doing. And they're doing it through the whole series. But really in this episode, so they're just saying, Hey Scott, and people like you, we know. All of this is your hook. So here's a little bit of this. Here's that guy you love. Here's this <laughs> right. piece. Here's that piece. Like it, 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 it actually kind of was overwhelming just how much they're speaking my language in that episode and doing it with voices that I'm like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe that guy's in this. I can't believe that guy's doing that. Like so 
excited. And finding out Le- uh, John Leguizamo was the one-eyed turncoat at the right. beginning. He was, yeah. yeah. Crazy, crazy. And I like that no, guy they a lot, love, too. They love putting good actors under big makeup on yeah. that show. Yeah. 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 They, love, they love, love, love doing that. Nick Nolte, great example. Like, and, yeah. 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 yeah, and he was even more, right? He was like a yeah. CGI thing. Um, oh, right, he was, yeah. I, I remember watching uh, uh, the credits after the first episode and just being like, Lake Wazama. Like, Lake Wazama? Yeah. That, like, because John Lake Wazama, if, you, if you're not familiar with his work, just Google him and you'll almost immediately recognize him. Not known for his subtlety. No. Very rarely mm-hmm. is he like, like oh, like a, a, a disappearing into the background character actor, John Lake Wazamo. And, and yet uh, and then you find out who he is and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, I guess that did make sense. That did <laughs> kind of take things to uh, uh, another another level but here's the, the thing that we wind up going back and forth with scott yeah and that was a real western nerds conversation yeah of if you could only have one yeah deadwood or justified <laughs> what are you going oh that's really hard and my answer to you on that was justified has mostly a single stage Bl- plenty of great players like walton goggins is a freaking godsend in that series he's amazing but that stage is big enough for like three people to really show who they are whereas deadwood is a stage for everyone like everybody mm-hmm. in that show there's nobody wasted freaking woo is not wasted in Deadwood. yeah Swedgen. no Swedgen. no, <laughs> uh, no. A- all right so so let's let's do the tale of the tape here six seasons for justified yeah deadwood has three seasons and a, a movie. movie yeah mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure those seasons they're short. Are they're like eight episodes. Longer. Oh, are they? Oh, no, no, no. But they're like uh, twelve or eight or thirteen something. or whatever. I think yeah. yeah no, they, they, yeah. Justified was in in the era of uh, in the era of of the thirteen episode cable season. Although I mm-hmm. will say this, Justified doesn't really know what Justified is until about halfway through mm. the first. Season. <sighs> Man, the, I don't know. I mean, the Margot Martindale. Well, that's what that he's, saying first, he's saying second, first. He's saying first. He's saying first half yeah. of the first season. Yeah, I agree. First with that. half. For, first half of the first season, they're playing it like it's bones. Oh, I see. Like I thought you meant. It's like I thought like you meant halfway bones. through. Halfway through its re, its run. You mean halfway no. through the first season? Yeah, yeah I'd halfway, agree with that. Yeah, because yeah, it's like he's like solving a horse crime or some dumb mm-hmm. stuff. Like in in the first part of the first season, and then they realize like, <laughs> oh no, wait, this is horse mad crime. Man. Let's just tell a long story. <laughs> he's solving horse crime. I I remember there was some like I don't know it's some horse and they lost the horse and the or the horse robbed a bank but he was it was his brother horse that I did love it. That. And it's just it's I love another that. thing. I think today but, yeah the, no yeah go ahead yeah Margot Martindale was killer. It's also so funny to see uh because uh, we then later watched uh the Americans. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like yeah. that show. Mm-hmm. And she disappears from the Americans so she could be unjustified. Yeah. <laughs> and they have to replace her with Frank Langella. Uh, or maybe she like left for some other thing and did the other and, and then did the Americans or whatever. But it's like she's so killer. But she's mm-hmm. great and justified. Goggins is amazing. But, but, but it's not Ian McShane. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. You're I asking mean, me for an impossible Al question. Al Swearingen. Al Swearingen is just a supernova on that show. If, mm-hmm. if even just because David Milch that wrote Deadwood and did NYPD blue is a fascinating lunatic. Yeah. Like somebody that, 
uh, uh, really, if, if you want to know how crazy David Milch is, watch John from Cincinnati and try to make any sense of it. Because that was after Deadwood when he's like, yeah, whatever. HBO, let me do anything. And the anything was John from Cincinnati, which if anybody can explain to me what the hell happens in that show, yeah. then please uh, uh, go ahead and do that. But uh, uh, he is this loquacious, larger than life kind of autocrat in real life as a showrunner. And that's elsewhere and shit. Mm-hmm. And he just like mm-hmm. has this amazing classic British, you know, gruff actor as as the lens to focus it. And I, I don't know if anything on Justified taking no disrespect to Goggins or Oliphant or any uh, of the rest of that cast even sniffs Swearingen. I mean, Swearingen is this one of the most singular interesting characters ever created mm-hmm. for anything. And for for what it is that for for the backdrop that is Deadwood, it's the it's the greatest combination of casting, writing, and just overall just tone and per, it's just perfect. It's perfect. So mm-hmm. I'm having a hard time here choosing. I'm probably gonna say, in a world where I can't have both, okay, and thankfully we live in one <laughs> where I can. But in a world where I can't have both, I probably keep Deadwood. I think. I think. Yeah. I would. I love I, Justified. I, I don't get me wrong. To, Justi- I would have to go with that. Justified's well. top 10 for me. I love that show. I don't want to give the wrong impression here. And also, I could probably watch Justified more often because it's a, it's a smoother watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you, Deadwood's, Deadwood goes places and it goes hard. And it's not necessarily the kind of thing you want to have in your head all the time. But, yeah, that's the choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, certainly... Justified's an easier watch. Yeah. There's a lot more pulp mm-hmm. right. to Justified. Right. Like it's a lot like cool cowboy, uh, fast quipping bad guys. Like there's there's a lot of that. Which I almost wonder whether or not, as we get further away from that moment in time, if we might not look at that as trite. Mm. Like we might not look at look at that in the same way that like when you were watching, you know, Dukes of Hazard. In, in in the period, I'm sure it was like, oh, well, this is cool and bombastic. But now you look at it and you're like, holy crap, this was late 70s, early 80s kind of cheese. Uh, <laughs> I, I wonder whether or not that sort of like super quip uh, uh, everybody is this heightened version. It, it won't just be like, oh, man, that was the aughts. Yeah. Look at all these characters. Like sometimes they're lawyers. Sometimes they're cops. They're always kind of really good looking and quipping to each other and then banging and breaking up. <laughs> <laughs> Kim was making me watch. Not making me. I sat down for a minute while she was watching that unicorn thing that Walton Goggins produced for Netflix. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it's fun. It's fine. It's super lightweight. It's not like I mean. It's about a guy who his wife dies and 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 he's he's called the unicorn because he's a really nice guy who's not afraid of commitment. Like it's just playing against type. Gotcha. Yeah. And he has these friends and neighbors Rarity. he hangs out with all the time and his kids. He has daughters and there's some heart to it. I like it. It's fine. But one, this one part, the one part that mattered to me the most was a lady shows up in the series. He helps her with her car. Oh no, she they get they're they're trying to catch a skunk. And it ends up spraying them both, and they put the skunk in her van, and she drives off. And it's Raylan Givens' old girlfriend from from Justified. And I'm like, <laughs> Boyd Crowder and, and Raylan's girlfriend. What? <laughs> this crossover is all Ava, I can stand. Not Ava. Oh no, that's his sister, right? Yeah, not this. Because uh, we just saw her in something else, where it took us forever to figure out. Oh my God, what do we know her from? And and uh, 
Yeah, it's I can't think of her name to uh, save my wait, life. You 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 saw Righteous Gemstones, right, Scott? Still have it. Still have <laughs> it. Oh my god, it's oh, so fantastic. God. Talk about talk about a Goggins performance. Oh, yes. Yeah. I just need there to watch is, it. I need to watch it. Yeah, yeah there is there is a Goggins performance in there to beat the band. <laughs> like that was uh that is that is something something else. Uh, yeah. uh but yeah, I uh, uh, wait. You you're up on Ted Lasso too. No, right? I'm still got to watch that. Oh my god! I know, Scott. I know, I know, I know. It's on my list. It's on my list. It's just a time thing. I got to get to I, it. Here's what I would like. Here's what I would like. All right. Especially considering that uh, we may or may not. Hopefully, people enjoyed us not going all in <laughs> on the election on election day. Yeah. I think we've all had enough. Yeah. I would ask you only to do this, and I'm glad that you have neglected in watching Ted Lasso. Is amongst all the chaos tonight, I would only ask you. It's quick, man. These were made for NBC, so they are 17 mm. minutes on the dot. Okay. Uh, just rip out one, maybe two Ted Lasso. Okay. And and they're I, more than 17 minutes. We started watching them last night. They're like, are they like half an hour long? Are they? I don't know. Well, no, no, but they're they were made for. I mean, yeah, you can you can knock a few of them out. I mean, we watched no, no, a few no, no, last yeah. night. No, because they're they're whatever. They might be a little bit heavier because they were only um, Apple TV. Right. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. They are. I know that they are not far away from the broadcast yeah. um, standard of like seventeen or eighteen minutes, which is like what a show actually is with commercials. Mm -hmm. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We're loving it. We, we started last night and, uh, I mean, I won't use it for my uh, recommendal tomorrow, but I really, really, I'm going to, I'm watching it. I'll, okay. I commit, I commit. That's just, what I'm yeah, doing. Just, just, it, it, just know this. It's positive. <laughs> and despite the fact that there are challenges, it will remain positive and you will have nothing but a good, positive time watching it that, it's not uh, that's, a challenge where yeah. like ted lasso becomes an alcoholic and runs over a drifter and something and has to hide the body right like it it is it is there to be to think to think about what the world could be yeah and you are not the only person to tell me this and you know particularly framed as a thing that i would really want to see now like, yes. Mm -hmm. No, no. Now is the time to do it. All right. So 23 minutes is a half hour sitcom. So that, that's that's more what I was going for. Oh, I see. What you're um, okay. But yeah, it is it that's is made for the purpose that they I, I expect that they're like, oh, no, well, we can still probably sell it other places or put it into syndication or something. All right. Well, I'm on it. I'm going to do that tonight while you are busy covering this uh, fiery election day. Uh, mm -hmm. People should go over there and check it out. I would not recommend any of the major news networks. I would fun, recommend the Twitch channel. Positive. Yep, I'd, re I'd recommend your Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash Justin R. Young. If you're not doing that, then you're just miserable. So go do that. Justin, anything else you want to add? Uh, one last thought here. Okay. Obviously, these last four years have been among the most divisive that uh, I have seen in my adult life. Yeah. We are currently in a lot of stress, not only with this pandemic, but also with economic uncertainty and uh, the emergence of racial strife and, and issues that we all have to kind of answer for ourselves. One thing that I have heard repeatedly, not only on the podcast, but also in the newsletter and on the stream and anecdotally is that people hope that 
at a certain point, things calm down. In fact, it's probably been the number one thing the people, friends, family have asked me, is this where it calms down? And mm. all I would say is this, that answer is in all of our hands. And so mm. if you are listening to my voice right now, and you too believe that we should calm down and look to each other for, uh, uh, with, with, with a little bit more kindness than we have over the last four years, I would only say that it starts with all of us and it starts with active measures that we take uh, going forward. So uh, that would be my only uh, thought to leave you guys with. Have a happy election day. I do hope everybody votes. If you have an opinion, if you don't have an opinion, literally stay home and get high because my vote counts for me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you later. Oh, crap. I forgot to play his thing. Here it is. The jury will now retire. All right. There you go. Still works. Still holds up. <laughs> Uh, interesting. Okay. Well, my man love for Timothy Oliphant, notwithstanding, we have done a show and we've enjoyed our time. That's uh, right. With well, you. I do have one, one quick question for you. Go for I it. I hope it's quick. Yeah. Uh, so, um, uh, Tina mentioned that she saw on, uh, Facebook, uh, some decorations going up in your house the day after <laughs> Halloween. Yeah. Yes. Are, are you guys already decked out for Christmas in the Johnson household? So I will first state that I had nothing to do with this. <laughs> I just want to distance myself from the decision making. Uh, but t- uh, Kim and Carter, who is currently, she's living with us at the moment, they decided that this year is dumb and they don't like it. And so they want to get to their happy place faster. And okay. Kim's Kim loves Christmas, everything about it. Mm-hmm. She got out all the stuff and decorated interior wise, nothing outside yet. But interior, we've now got two Christmas trees set up, fully decorated and ready to roll. All of the other extra little trinkety <laughs> things and stuff everywhere. We have gone full-blown Christmas decorations oh in this house. Yeah. She She's not doing Christmas music yet. She goes, I'm okay waiting on that. I said, okay, okay well, you let me know when that happens. Um, but she did immediately watch movies that I would Hallmark. call Hallmark adjacent. They're not quite okay. there. All it's right. like 13 uh-huh. going on 30. It's not a Christmas movie, but it's a taste of the world that's to come for the next <laughs> month. So yes, what you saw is true. I just can't do it until after Thanksgiving. I can't. I can't I do it. I know. A lot of people feel like you do. I'm I could have I basically could have gone either way, but she found it cathartic and that was good enough for me. So That's good. You know what? Uh, power to her and and uh I will never certainly would never tell anyone it's too early for their for their Christmas. It's too early for mine, but not too early for anybody else. Yeah, it's too early. There's two things that are too early for. It's too early for uh, uh, 2020 to end. It's too early for a fish fish sandwich. And it's (laughs) but it might be okay to have your Christmas shit up if you're feeling sure if you're feeling nostalgic for it, because part of us feels like we put it all away and then the year was jacked. Mm-hmm. And that, so there's like a sandwich going on. Christmas mm-hmm. stuff got right. put away. Everything went to shit. And kind now, of the last good memory we all have, isn't it? Like, yeah, <laughs> kind of. It kind of is. So yeah, she wants to. She wants to get the and the vibes nice. I'm walking around up there. I smell cinnamon That's in the cool. air. She's burning the right candles. She's making That's food cool. that's okay. like super. You know. You know what I mean? It's like if we're we're be, yes, it's early. 100%. Listen. Uh, the Bird and the Bee put out a fantastic Christmas album, and and I I love it. I felt guilty listening to it in October, but uh, I think November third I can listen to it again. Oh, we'll they see. put it out early, did they? That's they did, yeah. Okay, yeah. All right. Well, I was. I'm it's happy. It's available now. I'm happy that she's happy. 
No, there is no Biden or Trump on the tree. However, there is a uh, bunch of nerd stuff like a, a Death Star and uh, oh gosh, some I think the Enterprise is on there. Yeah, well, cool of course, stuff. it's got to have a nerdy tree, sure. Yeah, we have nerd stuff in our tree every year. So yeah. All right. Well, that is the okay. end of the show. I hope you all enjoyed it. I know I did, and I hope you're all uh, happy, safe, and careful today. Be uh, be nice to people, and uh, if you're in line for voting, power to you. And uh, I hope you're not there very long, and that you get to uh, get to, to to place your vote where you want it to be. Uh, mm-hmm. Patreon.com/slash/tms is our patron site. If you support us there, it really, literally helps the show stay on the air. And I'm not kidding. It is the reason we can do the show is through your help and your support. And for those who haven't been able to do it during this weird time, we totally appreciate that you can't and we get it. And for those who've stepped up and, and gotten in your place, we appreciate you uh, even more. So uh, thank you for all your support. We really, really appreciate it. TMS uh, can be found on the web at frogpants.com slash TMS. And you can find us on Twitter, Morning Stream, Scott Johnson, Coverville. Follow it all because all of it has things to say. Okay. All of it. We should leave now, but we can't unless Brian plays a song. It's required. Uh, All right, then I'll do it. Big Jim wrote in and said, uh, greetings, chaps. It's been a rough day. Let's just chill for a bit. This is a pretty cool version of the Cher pop song. It's nice for mellowing out, uh, especially since we're all going to be probably going crazy for the next few nights. This is uh, his request. It's a cover of the song Believe, originally done by Cher, covered by a band called Anna of the North. This is great. Here is believe.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Farting music. <laughs>